Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. You can also listen to episodes on our church YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. And I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. And today we're joined by Nathan Carr, once known as Nate Carr. (laughs) Now we call him Nathan. He has a new name in many ways. Nathan, welcome um, to the broadcast. That was a shout out for your mama. Yeah, (laughs) she'll appreciate that. (laughs) uh, Mama told me that you don't call him Nate, you call him Nathan. And so... That made me think of thought upon Nate to Nathan. Yeah. That's right. right? Yeah. 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 So uh, we now are really good at remembering that his name is Nathan and his mama smiles when we call him that. So that's good. It's good yeah. to see your mama smile. Yeah. Well, today, uh, you've been here before. You're mm-hmm. no stranger yeah. to Hope Talks. Um, you've shared your testimony before. And it's interesting as you've shared, there's been kind of new things that were in your life. And today, uh, you have God placed a calling on your life. We know that. Um, mm-hmm. And you've had a, a, a dream, a vision of um, what that ministry could look like. And today you are a few steps further than maybe you were the last time you were here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And we want to hear about that. And we know that when you hear Nathan Carr, you know that recovery is probably right behind um, <laughs> that name. That, That's so weird. <laughs> it is. You wouldn't have thought that would No. You? So why don't you, before we kind of get into what God's doing most recent um, in your life and with the ministry, share just a little bit about where you've come from. Like, what's what's your story? So people can have a little, some people have listened and heard, some may not. Yeah. Uh, Short and sweet, I would say, you know, I moved up here from Tennessee and we moved up here because I was living a bad life and it got worse. And uh, I fell really deep into addiction for 26 years and was feeding other people's addictions as well. And uh, good Lord decided to put me in jail, (laughs) 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 which was a blessing in its own. Um, I would say that was probably uh, the biggest eye-opener that had been presented to me, you know, uh, being put in a position to where I had no choice but to quit. Mm. And... uh, you know, there is drugs in the jail, and I had opportunities to partake in those drugs, and I chose not to, and uh, just, I was done with it. I was feeling the change coming in my life, and uh, I didn't fight it. Normally, I would have fought it and tried doing it on my own, and uh, I realized that the Lord was leading the way this time, and I needed to follow, and it's led to (laughs) just, you know, it's five years, four months, and a couple of days that... I hit my sobriety, and uh, so, yeah, just kind of cruising along. Yeah, and he sent someone pretty strategic to walk with you in the jail. Yeah, Jason Wagner, uh, he was a chaplain at Rockingham County Jail at the time. Uh, He's now at Augusta Correctional Facility uh, overseeing the prison there as a chaplain. And uh, he just really took me in. I was one of the first people that he had met. Uh, during his term there and uh, we still talk just about at least a couple times a week 
going to be talking to him this evening about some things that are coming up in the future that we're probably going to discuss here. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was good to have him involved in my life and uh, for him to be there with my mother whenever I got out. That just meant that much more to me that I realized how real he was. And uh, so I respect him for that and the work that he does for people like me. Brought you to celebrate recovery. Yeah, I remember the first night y'all walked in. Yeah, we were talking about it in some meetings, and uh, we were doing some Bible studies together, one-on-one visitation with him. And uh, he kept mentioning celebrate recovery would be a good place for me whenever I get out. And of course, he mentioned you. And little did I know what I was getting into whenever (laughs) I met you. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it's been amazing, you know, to to be brought here to the church. And to not only have my church family support me, but this church support me as well. Even though I'm not a member here, I'm here a lot, yeah. and I participate here a lot. And uh, it's just been a blessing to have all the accountability from both churches, uh, Virginia Mennonite Missions, which I'm signed on with now, and uh, you know all the support with all the different churches working together to support me has yeah. been a blessing. It is always a joy when we... I'm on your ministry support team and just to sit around the table with people from different churches and figure out how we can support you and, and come together in the name of Jesus. Um, yeah. I think that is a, one of the more honoring things we get to do yeah. in our community is ministry together. You mentioned uh, Virginia Mennonite Missions. If you just want to talk about their ministry and your involvement in that. And- yeah. So, uh, almost, well, it's been right about a year now that uh, I signed on to do the Trans-In program. Martin Rhodes was my overseer there. He kind of does a lot of the programs for mission workers uh, here in the States and overseas. And uh, I went through a process of having to raise money for my budget and stuff like that. And, you know, they handle all that behind the scenes and make sure that I'm taken care of properly. And uh, so working with them, I went through a lot of training, uh, stuff that would help me better my ministry that I'm trying to get started up called uh, Resurrected Ministries. And uh, just the support that they had and being able to work with multiple churches and stuff like that has uh, really helped me grow my ministry and be able to reach out to other parts of the community that I normally wouldn't. You know, their support is amazing. You know, I was kind of weary about it at first. It's a big organization I wasn't familiar with. But Jason, once again, <laughs> led me to that as well. Thought it would be a good fit for me. He was doing the, I think he was in transformed by the time that I got there. So that's a, that's a more in-depth, long-term ministry training and stuff like that. So all the people that go through that are really missionaries in a way, yeah. within the community. I think yeah. about um, that's how Jason was the chaplain at yeah. the jail was through that program. Yes. He was a missionary sent mm-hmm. to the jail through yeah. the VMM. Uh, and there's a lot of people that do mission work through VMM. I think about um, some of the outreach to the colleges, the ENC, Every Nation, yeah. um, that's on all of our college campuses. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people are through that program. Yeah. All their funds are raised <coughs> mm-hmm. by the individual, but they're overseen by VMM. Yeah. Which is really a cool way to get folks locally in mission work, mm-hmm. right here local. 
yeah. allows them to have the funds they need to do the ministry God's called them to. Yeah, there was a girl in my trans in program that does uh, college ministry and stuff at JMU. And uh, so it was real interesting. You know, it takes a lot of guts to walk around on the college campus and start sharing the word, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, yeah. just, I mean, that's a good place to do it. You know, yeah. they need it just as much as anybody else does. So yeah, I tip my hat to people like that. You know, that's, it's nerve wracking to deal with people, let alone college kids and try leading them to the Lord. But it seems that she's been pretty successful with yeah. it. And a lot of the other people that I've read into, you know, that starting this next year in trans in, I think they have, two more girls that are going to be going around the colleges. So it's, you know, they're reaching out to the young community. So, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. We've had Vicki Barnes, who's a part of that program, on here. Yeah. Um, she's on the EMU campus. And it's just really cool. And for her, she would look at what you're doing and going, there's no way that I could ever do recovery yeah. ministry. So, God, <clears throat> you know. Puts us where we need to be. Uh, absolutely. And uses every bit of our life to, um, is a, a thread you could pull um, to where we're at now yeah, and how he uses us. We're all different parts of the body. We can't all be hands and yeah. we can't all be feet. <laughs> right? We need all different parts of the body. And yeah. So I know that over this last year, you've said you've done training. And when you come out of a life um, of addiction and just all the things that are connected to that, there's a lot of healing yeah. that needs to happen. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the one thing I love about that program is – they not only train you, um, give you resources to do ministry, but they're very concerned about your body, mind, soul. Yeah. Like the whole, like, I know you've been through some healing Yeah, things. I mean, that was kind of one of the first things that they really wanted me to dig into was uh, just some inner healing and being able to pinpoint things in my past that may have led to my addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really, really deep, deep conversations and prayer. You know, it was something I'd never gone through before. Uh, I went to Jim Hess and did his program, and it was amazing. Yeah. You know, I've, I've never felt, uh, maybe besides the day that I turned my life over to the Lord, I'd never felt that feeling that I did at yeah. that time. You know, to be able to, to call something out and speak it out loud to somebody and then them pray over it. And the Lord, bam, it's gone. Dealing with your demons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's just say and it like it is. Yeah, and that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was anything that was in my body that was possessing me in some way, shape, or form was drawn out during those couple of weeks yeah. of meeting. And it was just, it was really, really uh, deep and personal. Uh, you know, I've done step studies and stuff like that here at Celebrate Recovery and led one. And, yeah, it was just a different level of yeah. digging into it. Yeah. You know, it's... But between the two, yeah, the inner healing that I've experienced and uh, the change and the things that I'm not no longer blind to, you know, it's just, it's all been a blessing. Yeah. So you're in this program, you, you took a year to work on healing for yourself, yeah. um, doing that healing work and kind of preparing for ministry. And so now you're starting another type of a program. Mm-hmm. Um through VMM. Remind me, there was one that you did last year. Or the Trans in is the first one. Yes. And that's more of your training and inner healing and stuff like that, kind of getting you prepared that if you continue or want to continue 
into your ministry or deep in your ministry, you go into the transform program, which is a one to two year program and sometimes longer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so the year's over, you know, and now I have to raise like 60 something thousand dollars, which is, (laughs) doesn't seem easy to do, but I know the Lord is going to provide. He always has. So yeah, joining for another two years, it puts me kind of in a different situation uh, it'd be more about me trying to uh, get a board lined up because my future goal is to have a Christ-centered men's recovery program here in the Valley. And, uh, you know, so we've been working on that kind of behind the scenes a little bit, a uh, bunch of meetings and stuff, trying to get that worked out. So with this next two years with that program, it'll still be kind of the same as the trans in. Some of that will be incorporated into it. But it's going to be more community outreach, uh, speaking at churches, which I've got a little list started now of places that's uh, requesting me to go speak there and stuff like that, which is nerve wracking, but exciting. (laughs) You know, it's uh, just one of those things that I'm having to deal with, you know, speaking in large groups and stuff like that. you know, so, and that's part of the things that this program does. They help you with things like that. Yeah, they prepare you yeah. for those. Yeah. So I know that we're talking about a Christ-centered recovery program for men. Talk to us a little bit about what that, what does that need look like in the Valley? Well, if you live here, you know the need. <laughs> I've talked to people that have probably never had any addiction problems in their entire life. And whenever I mention what I'm trying to do, they're like, oh, man, there's such a need for it. You know, so to me, it seemed like the Valley was kind of blind to the drug problem around here for a long time. And I felt like it wasn't being uh, the attention that was needed was not there to make some changes around here. So I literally, with the Lord's help, decided that I'm going to make a change some way, somehow. You know, if my story can help somebody or a program that I'm trying to get up and running can help somebody, you know, it's what I'm called to do. And there's a a serious need for it. You know, I was a drug dealer for 26 years. I was an addict the whole time. And, you know, so I know how bad it is around here. I was right in the middle of it. If somebody listening is interested, maybe they're a part of a church that would be interested in having you come and share more about the ministry that you're launching, or if they'd like to find out more, maybe, I don't know if you have an email, or what's the best way for them to yeah, they could. To a, maybe they want to support it? Yeah, so you can reach out to Virginia Mennonite Missions. Uh, you can get on their website, and if you look up my name, there's a spot there. Uh, and I'm not for sure if there's a spot there for asking me to come speak at a church or an organization, but there is people there that do set that up. So if you're interested in, uh, you know, me sharing my story or coming and speaking at your church or organization, it can all be handled through VMM could contact me personally as well, you know, but normally everything, whenever you sign on with them, they're kind of your overseers, and they just make sure everything goes smoothly so you can focus more on your ministry and not have to deal with all the extra stuff, you know, so. It's a wealth of knowledge. Like, that's the thing that is 
really impressed me is they do this all the time for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. and hundreds they, and hundreds of people go through there, yeah. you know, and yeah. do these programs. Yeah, and so it validates the ministry. Sometimes it's if we're starting out on our own and um, we're just out there on our own, yeah. uh, sometimes people don't, they're just not sure, do I want to invest in this because, you know, this is... What if this doesn't happen? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. the thing about um, through VMM, they have that partnership and there's great accountability in the funding and the fundraising, Yeah, um, which I think is really helpful. Uh, it's a tried and true mm-hmm. organization. Yeah. If you go to them and you're interested in any kind of ministry and they see a need for it, you're taken care of. And they'll figure out how to help yeah. you make it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no matter what it is. They'll yeah. find the right team, the right people. You know, they do so much. And it's amazing because, you know, I've lived here for 20-something years, and I never realized what it truly was, yeah. even going to a Mennonite church. Yeah. I see all the VMM stuff on the bulletins at the church. I had no clue. Yeah. And, wow, now do I. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's really cool, you know, to be able to partner up with them and to go to them and say, "Hey, I want to open this facility. Help me." And they're like, "Sure." Yeah. You know, they didn't blink an eye at it. So that's God's provision. That's yeah. God's yeah. And, and you know, as you've been walking this road and, you know, just taking one step at a time and trusting God with the next step, it's been really interesting to hear your stories of how God places people in your life that have interest or maybe want to be a part of it in some way. Yeah. And that's yeah. just happened all along the way. And it's how God encourages us, right? Yeah. To continue moving ahead. Yeah. Like, you know, having meetings with multi million dollar business owners and, you know, all these people, uh, the retired mayor of Harrisonburg, you know, I've had these meetings <laughs> walk in, you know, tattoos and looking like <laughs> I always do. And, you know, and have these meetings with these guys and for them to just, you know, sometimes it's laughing, sometimes it's crying and praying, you know, just to be in the connection, all the different people that the Lord has sent my way from the moment I was arrested. Yeah. It started yeah. then. Yeah. It didn't start after I got out and started doing the work. It was like, okay, here's where we're going to go and this is how it's going to go. Sometimes I don't even know what's going on. It just happens. <laughs> You know, it's it's the Lord's work, and He's using me to do it. And you know, it's just it's it's weird sometimes. So yeah. yeah. Well, you have an event coming up uh, on October twenty eighth at our church. Yeah. If you want to talk about that, and maybe somebody's interested in coming to it. Yeah. So October twenty eighth, uh, six p.m. at the Nazarene Church here. Uh, be doing a fundraising meal, uh, trying to raise money for my next two years. Uh, the goals, I think, is like 60-something thousand. So in uh, another thing about how that works is you don't have to have all the money to start working. Uh, they like to have you uh, 90% funded before they turn you loose and start paying you. That could be a pledge, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be money in hand. Yeah, it doesn't have to be money in hand. It could just be, uh, you know, somebody, uh, there was another word for it, and I can't think of what it was now. 
But uh, anyway, so the, uh, commitments. Yeah. 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 So uh, if somebody was to do a commitment or whatever, they count that as money in hand. Yeah. Like a monthly yeah. gift. Yeah. Something. And that's the goal is to try getting people, you know, to not only give once, but to be able to do like monthly gifts, stuff like that. A lot of the organizations that go through VMM and they get funded, that's normally how it works. You know, churches step up and take care of these people, you know, like me and, uh, you know, make sure that the funding's there and uh, stuff like that. So this meal we're going to have uh, is going to be for that. And uh, to get people in the door, uh, you know, we're going to have a good meal and we're going to have uh, a panel speaking. Uh, I'll be a part of it. Pastor Margaret will be a part of it. Uh, some people, Jason. Jason Wagner will be there speaking on behalf of the jail and the prisons. Uh, Martin Rhodes will be there speaking on behalf of VMM. So we'll have the whole spectrum covered, yeah. and uh, that's that's exciting because then I'm not doing it all on my own. I got a yeah. great team, and uh, so yeah, it's going to be a really good night, and uh, we'll be able to share more about that then, and we'll be taking donations, you know, and just trying to get this out there to you know see who's willing to jump on board, and hopefully everybody that comes. Yeah. And then some, you know, it's, uh, it's been going really well and uh, a little bit, or I would say a lot more smoothly than before. So it's, I'm getting better at this. And <laughs> yeah, learned a lot. yeah, I've learned so much in the last two years, uh, you know, so yeah, it'll be a good night and I would love for people to come and, uh, you know, if you don't get an invitation, this is your invitation. That's right. Yeah. So you can... <clears throat> Call the church, um, or you can send an email to um, info at cotnaz.org and RSVP, ask for more information. Um, that will come to my department, and we'd be glad to hear from you. Uh, maybe you want to be a part, even in helping prepare, set up, like whatever. I don't know what the people listening might want to do. Yeah. So I'm just going to say you can be a part of it. Maybe finances is something that might be a hardship. If you want to be a part, uh, we would be glad to have you come and help um, with the event. Um, and just maybe you know someone that needs to be there, whether yeah. they're an investor, maybe it's someone that has had struggles. Um, yeah. Would- no, that's a good point. I was going to say, you know, you don't have to come and feel like you have to give me money. You right. know, I want people to hear what's going on. And, uh, you know, just like Margaret said, there's people that you know that may have struggles. Mm-hmm. And it would be a really good time to connect. Uh, you know, we have programs here at the church. Celebrate Recovery is just doing a wonderful job and continues to grow. You know, we're in our fifth year now. And, uh, you know, there's things that could be helpful to people besides just donating money. You know, I'm I'm not one to ask for money, but I kind of have to, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, that's just how the ministry works. And, um there's a lot of people around here that are very familiar with how this works, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that we have a good turnout, you know, and I hope that we reach our goal. And, uh, you know. Yeah, and I would also say maybe someone's listening and there's no way that they can come to that event, but they want to give something. Yeah. They can go right on to VMM. Yeah. And give under your name. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's, the website's pretty easy. If you get on there, I think they have a spot. So if you go to the Trans In Workers, it'll pull up the listing of all the workers and it'll have a description of their ministry. Mine's prison ministry, uh, which 
I'm kind of feeling a little more drawn towards uh, addiction recovery ministry, so to speak, versus you know actual prison ministry. Yeah. Uh, the way the system is right now, you can't get in there anyways. Yeah. And uh, that's been uh, real challenging. And, you know, sometimes the Lord keeps the doors closed for a reason. That's right. And that's something that I've realized just here in the last few weeks, talking with people and family members and stuff. And it's like, you know, maybe that's not what he's calling you to do. Maybe yeah. he's just calling you to focus on this yeah. recovery yeah. program yeah. instead. That's right. But, uh yeah, I kind of beard off where he was oh, at. No, no, of, that's good. That's but, really good. Um, I think that we're guiding them to a place uh, that they can give. And maybe if they saw prison ministry, they would be confused. Yeah. So I think it's good that you um, just clarified that a little bit, that God's been yeah. kind of shutting that door and maybe opening another. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, we don't know what that looks like yet. You know, I still got a couple more months on this last term. You know, we extended it to the end of the year, so I'd have a little more time to get funding set up without having to rush into it. And, you know, so that's how they work with you. You know, they're like, here, we'll just extend your year so you got more time. So they take a lot of the stress away. But as I was saying, if you get on there and you find my picture and uh, the description of what's going on, I think right underneath of it, it has a donate. Yeah. spot that you can click and you can donate through there. And I think the Lord's given you a heart for transition, people coming back and just yeah. get coming back in after they've been released from prison and yeah. helping those people get back on their feet and stay on the right path. Yeah. So that's kind of part of prison ministry, you know. Uh, you don't necessarily have to go in there right. to be part of prison ministry. Uh, and with the COVID being the way it was and all the restrictions and all the jails and stuff shutting down and not allowing visitors in there. Yeah. So uh, the role that I've been kind of playing and had been working at was to be able to have a connection with guys while they're in there, even though we couldn't get in there. So Pastor Margaret and I had worked together and uh, we ended up getting the Life's Healing Choices put in there, which is uh, a program through Celebrate Recovery. And, uh, you know, it's on the tablets up and down the whole East Coast. And so that was, to me, one of our biggest things. You know, I'm not going to take credit for it. She's not going to take credit for it, but it happened. (laughs) That's right. And, uh, you know, so it was, I'm glad to be a part of that. So that was one way that I could reach out to people into the system and be able to uh, give them something to start looking forward to and working on while they're in there that they could continue with when they get out. So trying to get that connecting point, uh, I think we finally got some women that's cleared from the church here to go in there. And uh, so we're building that bridge. So I'm kind of going to be the guy on the other side of the bridge and getting them in uh, the programs that they need. Uh, You know, I want to do what was done to me or done for me, I should say. And, uh, you know, it's just being able to show compassion and be able to be supportive and to hold people accountable and stuff like that, you know, lead them to the right programs. You know, there's a lot of good programs here that's popping up left and right here lately. That's, you know, I'm seeing signs of recovery Mm -hmm. programs, day programs and all kinds of stuff here lately. So words getting out. Yes. And I think everybody's kind of working together for the same calls. And uh, so, yeah, that's, 
where the prison ministry part of my ministry would be is, you know, reaching out to people, being that connecting point afterwards. So was well, there anything else in closing, Nathan, that you'd like to share today, maybe that we haven't asked you or that you haven't shared already? Uh yeah. I'm engaged. <laughs> I got engaged to a beautiful woman. <laughs> uh yeah, so I'd gone through some really bad relationships in the past and was kind of over the whole dating thing and then I get incarcerated and whenever I got out and started changing my life I decided lonely was not for me and so I prayed I prayed that the Lord would put a woman in my life that would understand what I've been through and could understand where I'm going and just be able to grow with me and be able to be supportive of what I'm trying to do with my ministry and all that. And he sends me another addiction recovery program leader. So yeah, you can check her out at Grace Covenant on Thursday nights. And uh, yeah, it's been a blessing to have that. And you know, she's got a beautiful little girl who I claim is my own. And uh, yeah, it's just been the reward for answering the call. I think has been one of the biggest things to happen to me is just everything that's coming into play. You know, it's just, it's been great. And to be involved in all this is, it's challenging, but it's rewarding. And so that's why I keep pushing on. So that's, that's about all I have. Yeah. And I should mention this. I'm sure also you, people can be praying for the ministry. And Absolutely. Uh, uh, everybody <laughs> pray, please. <laughs> The more prayer, the merrier. Well, Nathan, thank you for joining us today on today's broadcast of Hope Talks. It's been great to have you. Yeah, thank you again. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. We pray that as you've heard us talk with Nathan Carr, uh, that today's broadcast has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hope Talks. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe for all the updates and latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg or Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.